life. Amen. We're so glad today to have with us all the way from Okima, Oklahoma today, Brother David Smith to come. He's going to come. Can we put our hands together and give him honor and give the Lord honor today? Amen. How many loves your pastor in this house here today? How many loves your pastor's wife and the family, huh? How many loves Bishop Wright and First Lady? Got to love your bishop. Got to love your pastor. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost very strong in this place here today. And um, I'm going to talk a couple minutes because I know some people here, but for the most part, I don't know anybody. So I know what you're thinking. Man, we know Pastor Wright, but boy, we don't know this old boy here. So I'm going to let you look at me for a while while I've been looking at you for a while. Think everything's all right. Bump your neighbor, say everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Go ahead and tell them, say, you look better than I do. Tell them. Some of you have to ask, might ask Jesus to forgive you, <laughs> but it's all right. I'm going to let you repent before church is over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I tell you, I, I do feel the power of the Lord here very strong. And um, I always love to be able to come to a place and before service ever begins, you hear people praying and you can already feel the presence of the Lord. If you're a guest here today, what you're feeling, there ain't nothing coming out the ceiling. It's coming from heaven. It's called the power of the Holy Ghost. What you're feeling, that's God showing you how much he loves you. So in this house here today, if you've uh, never received the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, uh, today would be a great day. If you need a miracle in your body or your mind or your spirit, today would be a great day today. Uh, God is no respecter of persons. Anything that you need from him today, God will abundantly satisfy if you just ask him. So I, I just want you to believe today that God's going to do something great. And uh, how many will be honest and you'll say, I, I, don't, I really didn't know what to expect, but since I'm here now, I feel like the Lord wants to do something for me today, huh? I mean, anybody feel that in the house today? Feel like the Lord wants to do something for you today? Well, you just get ready because it's going to happen. And uh, somebody told me, well, it's been a while. They said, man, Brother Smith, you, boy, you kind of put God in the box when you say he's going to do. I said, because here's why. That Bible said you have not because you ask not. It's pretty simple. If you ask, it's going to happen because God cannot lie. He said he was going to do it. So in the house here today, Jesus is going to help us. Are you all right? Yeah. All right. So y'all y'all okay? You looked at me enough? Everything all right? You know, everybody good? I just want to make sure. How many enjoyed the praise team today? Boy, they were anointed. My kind of music. That's what I was raised on, that kind of music. I thought at any moment Sister Wright was going to go into, can't nobody do me like Jesus. I, th I thought we were gonna. I thought we might even sing. You know, ninety nine and a half won't do or something. I, I, oh, see, some some of y'all don't know that, but some of y'all know about ninety nine and a half. I, whoo, boy, I felt the Holy Ghost in that sing. I like anointed singing. They got some of that stuff out there that ain't anointed. It's showing, showboating. But tonight and today, I mean, today was anointed. That was some anointed singing. And playing and anointed worship. All right, let's go to the word of the Lord. Go to the word of the Lord. The Bible said, I'm going to give them one heart. He said, I'm going to put a new spirit within you. He said, I'm going to take the stony heart out of their flesh and I will give them a heart of flesh. He said, it's going to come to pass that afterward that I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He said, your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy and old men are going to dream dreams and young men are going to see visions. And he said, also upon the servants and the handmaiden in those days will I pour out of my spirit. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He said, old things are passed away, but behold, all things are. Are become new. I'll say it again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He said, old things are passed away, but behold, all things become new. 
for a few minutes now. I'm not a long preacher. I, I know we got a long time span in the rental slot, but I'm not a long preacher if you preach with me. If you don't preach with me, I don't have to be somewhere till six. And I'm not hungry. And I brought the whole Bible with me. And I'm telling you, if nothing else, we'll sing Bible songs. I'm telling you, we're going to have church today because I feel good in my spirit. You feel good in your spirit? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. How many is ready to be a new creature? Huh? How many is ready for God to do something well in your body, your mind, and your spirit? He said, old things are passed away, but behold, all things are become new. Let me preach a little bit about don't judge my future by my past. Now, some of you are going to have to take the mask off and say, well, he's talking to me. Don't, don't, let, huh? don't let the enemy judge your future by your past. If you had a past, but you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, you ought to be shouting right now. <laughs> if you've had a past and God's already done something for you, you ought to be worshiping him right now. If you've had a past and God has pulled you out of the muck and the mire, you ought to be happy right now. How many is ready for a miracle in the house here today? How many is ready to be set free today? How many is ready for your healing? How many is ready for God to do something miraculous? Don't judge my future by my past. Give him a hand clap of praise, and when you're done, you can sit down. You might not stay there. You might get up. The Bible said, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And the Bible said that you're going to receive a power to be a witness. And I'm glad that when the Holy Ghost began to rest upon me, that I begin to be a witness for the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, I believe to tell you in this house today that it's the Holy Ghost that's going to empower you. And it's the Holy Ghost that's going to come in when you're having problems and you're having situations and things are coming against your finances and things are coming against your family it is the power of God uh, that says look uh, I'm about to do something uh, miraculous in your life today in fact I want to tell somebody in the building here today that yesterday is gone and tomorrow is uncertain but all you're going to be able to count on uh, is what God is doing uh, right here and right now uh, I'm telling somebody I don't care how you got in here uh, just so you're in here uh, I don't care what kind of problems you got I don't care what kind of situations happened. I don't care what the devil has tried to lie and tell you. I'm telling you, you have dominion over the enemy. I'm telling somebody in here, I'm not going to let the devil judge my future by my past because my past has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm here to tell somebody in the building today that Peter said, I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to tell you of a truth that I perceive that God is no respecter of person. I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter how rich or how poor. God said that if I can get my people together, if I can get somebody to come together and begin to worship my name, then I am going to do something miraculous. I'm here to tell you my God is alive and well. My God is not a dead God. My God is not a dried up God. My God is not a plucked up God. But my God is alive and well. I'm not going to let the devil judge my future by my past because my past has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. There's not one situation my God can't handle with a miracle. There's not one thing that my God can't take care of with a miracle. I'm here to tell somebody in this building, I'll tell you, God is alive and well. He is a problem solver. He is a soul satisfier. He is a body healer. He is a way maker and his name is Jesus Christ. Don't you let the devil beat you down. Don't you let the devil try to wreck your life. Don't you dare let the enemy try to lie to you and tell you that it's not for you because you see the Holy Ghost is for everybody. The power of the Lord is for everybody. Miracles and signs and wonders are for every person in this building. What you've got to do is get it in your mind that it's for you. you got to get it in your spirit that when you begin to say, it doesn't matter how you come to God, just so you come to him. It really don't even matter a lot what you say, except you just got to have an open heart. I'm telling you, there's not a sin that my God can't handle. There's not a situation that my God can't handle. I'm telling you, God can do anything in this house here today. 
What you got to do is muster up enough faith. You see, the enemy would love for you not to get what you want from God. In fact, the enemy would love to try to start working on your mind right now and telling you, well, that man ain't talking to you. Whatever you do, don't talk to God or don't you dare go pray because if you go pray, people already know what you've been doing. I'm telling you now, that's a lie from the pits of hell. The devil has no power in this house. In fact, I've heard some preachers preach before. Kind of worries me. They say when you're having a red hot service, you got the devil on the run. I don't believe that. I believe that when we're having an apostolic service, uh, that all forces of enemy come to church uh, because snakes are always drawn to the heat. I know that's a little type in a shadow, but it's all right. I'm here to tell somebody, don't you think the enemy is not in this house? Don't you dare think the enemy's not racking on your mind right now, trying to make you make a different decision. But I've got news for the devil. I've got dominion in here. I've got news for the enemy. Somebody ought to stand flat-footed and tell the devil, you ain't got no power in here. Somebody ought to stand flat-footed and tell the devil, I've got dominion over you. Somebody ought to stand flat-footed and and say, I, I am about, I'm telling somebody you ought to put your foot on the neck of the devil and tell the devil, you're not going to mess with my family no more. You're not going to mess with, you better get ready because God's going to bless some people in this house here today. You say, how do you know it's going to happen? Because my God don't lie. That's how I know it's going to happen because my God don't lie. In fact, I'm going to be honest. The enemy doesn't want you to hear what I'm preaching today. The enemy doesn't even want you in this building today. In fact, the Bible said he's a thief and he come not but to steal and to kill and destroy. But God said while all that's going on, I'm coming that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. I'm telling you, there's not one thing that my God can't do in this house. That Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but should have everlasting life. We are here because the spirit of the Lord has drawn us here. You're not here because of an advertisement. You're not here because of a church sign. You're not here because somebody knocked on your door. Every person that is in this building, see, I'm not a pastor, so to me, I don't worry. Now, pastors, here's how they do. They're not worried about everybody's here. They're worried about everybody that didn't come. See, that's the heart of a shepherd. I wonder where brother so-and-so is. I wonder where sister so-and-so is. I want, That's the heart of a shepherd. Me, I'm an evangelist. I don't care about brother so-and-so because I don't even know him. I don't care if they ever come because I don't even know him. But you, I'm worried about. You know why? Because you're here. And the Bible said that no man come to the Father except the Spirit draws him. So everybody that's supposed to be here is in the building. Bump your neighbor say, you're supposed to be here. Bump your neighbor, say, it's the will of God you hear. Tell your neighbor, God's going to bless you today. Do you believe that? He said, no man come to the Father. He said, no man come to the Father. He said, what? He draws him. He said, in that day, I'm going to what? I'm going to raise him up. See, whatever you need, it's in this house here today. Whatever you're looking for, it's in the house today. If this, this, listen, this ain't no perfect church. It's an apostolic church. If you find a perfect church, please don't go and ruin it. This is an apostolic church. This is not a perfect church, but this is a blood-bought church. This is a church that when we call upon the name of Jesus, something happens. This is a church that when you begin to worship, you can feel the power of God. This is a church that when you begin to raise your hands, something begins to change. This is a I'm telling you, God is standing at the banister of heaven and he's just waiting on somebody to just say, hey, God, it's me down here. He's standing at the banister of heaven just waiting on somebody to say, Jesus, uh, I need a little help from you. That Bible said, ask and it shall be given you. He said, seek and you shall find. He said, knock and it shall be open unto you. I'm here to tell somebody, if you need peace in this building, it's here. I don't have to be, Pastor, I don't have to be shouting and bucking and snorting and screaming and running and rolling and spitting. I love all that. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I forgot my whistle. Whew. 
Uh, normally, I got my backpack. I forgot my whistle. I love whistling. Some guy, some guy told me one time, he said, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he, I got to whistling one day. He come to me and said, Brother Smith, there's no whistling in the Bible. I said, really? Yeah. I said, well, hmm. So I just roped down on the floor and started rolling. I said, there ain't no rolling in the Bible either, but it's fun. He said, why'd you do that? I said, Bible said greater things were we going to do. I said, it ain't my fault they didn't make whistles then. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm telling you, if you want something from God, it, it can happen. I know people, they think, well, you know, man, you just up here preaching, you know, yeah, you don't listen to me. I am telling you, there's not one thing that I can think of that my God can't do. There's not one situation that my God can't handle. I'm telling you, whatever you want God to do in this building today, it's going to happen. If you need peace, it's here. If you need joy, it's here. If you need a miracle, if you need a healing, if you need your, your spirit to be restored. I've had people come to the front, Bishop, and I say, what do you want from the Lord? I've had them say, nothing. Not one thing. I'm like, cool. Beautiful. I said, well, you want me to pray for you for nothing? Or what you want? They said, I don't care what you do. I'm like, no problem. People being honest. So I just get to praying. When I get done praying, I pray, you know, you got the pretty prayer. You know, you know the pretty prayer. You know, Lord bless them, touch the family, give them a lot of money, let them get a better job. You know, everybody loves in prayers. You know, love about, you know, hickam hockam ho, you know. And, and when I got done praying, he said, you know what? Since I've been standing here, he said, I, I, I thought of something. I'm like, you're kidding me. He says, no. I said, well, let's, what do you want to pray? So he told me. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and tell you all. He said, I just want my wife to shut up. He says, she just won't leave me alone. He said, man, I'm telling you, she's just a nagger. I, I just want her to shut up. And I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, so I said, well, here we go, Lord. <laughs> I said, <"No>, Lord, <laughs> I don't know her. But listen, y'all, man, I can bring you to Donovan, Missouri. I'm telling you, here she comes. And he goes, here she comes. He said, here she comes. So. When she got close, I said, ma'am, do me a favor, sit right there. She said, I said, do, sit right there. So she sat down. We got to praying. He got to talking to God. Next thing you know, Bishop, he gets to speaking in tongues. Well, I thought he had the Holy Ghost, but he didn't. He gets to speaking in tongues. She jumps up and says, oh, my God. I said, hush, hush, hush. I said, you're going to ruin the whole thing, hush. He gets the Holy Ghost. When he gets done getting the Holy Ghost, I said, well, what do you think he said? I won't say what he said because it's not good. <laughs> He's brand new, okay? But he really explained the Holy Ghost well. <laughs> and, uh, and so he says, I got the Holy Ghost. And I said, and look at that. She stayed shut it up the whole time. He says, God's working, man. God's working. God's working. He thought it was God, and it was me the whole time. <laughs> I'm being honest. So after church, I went to her and said, do me a favor. Don't be nagging the old boy. He got the Holy Ghost. I said, it might be good just to shut up for a little while. And so she's listening. And they still, I went back there just about six, seven months ago. And there they are on the front row. When I, well, I mean, when church starts, he's on the front row. He looks at me and goes. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know if God made her a mute or, or she just talking what she's supposed to. I don't know. What I'm trying to tell you in this building, God can do anything. There's not a thing in this world that God can't do if you just ask Him. If you're going through something, why do you want to keep aggravating yourself when you can just say, hey, God, it's me here. I'm just asking you to help me. I know I'm not screaming and hollering and bucking and snorting. I'm just talking about the real deal where Jesus can do anything, but what you got to do is just let go of your self-will. Quit putting stipulations on what God or how God needs. Just say, God, today, just today, I'm going to just try it out, Lord. Today, I'm going to say, all right, God, 
I done, I'm done, I done what that poor boy said. I'm just going to get it out of my mind, and I'm going to let you today, God. I'm asking you today, God, to do what I'm fixing to ask you. I mean, how hard? How hard is it, Elder, to say, God, I need you to take care of ta ta ta, and him say, okay. How hard is it to say, hey, God, you know the situation I'm going on at my job. You know what's happening. Jesus, I need you to take care of that job for me. God, you know what's going on at school. I need you, Lord. God, you you know what's going on in my family. We thought it would never happen like this, but now it is. So, God, here's what I'm asking you to do. Work on me. Take care of that situation so that, God, when I get back to it, all will be better. I've seen Jesus take care of things that when you just finally sat back, you said it had to be God because there is no other way possible this could have happened. So nobody's going to call. I'm done preaching. So nobody's going to call us out today. You like that, and I like that. Nobody going to embarrass nobody today. We really like that. Ain't nobody going to blow on you today with bad breath and you get your miracle. Okay? Ain't nobody going to rub no Jesus juice on you for $25 and you get your miracle. Okay? But y'all laughing. Y'all must know them old boys. <laughs> what we're going to do today is just say, God, it's me today. Here I am. Here I am, God. Here I am. So nobody's going to call us out. Nobody's going to embarrass us. Nobody's going to make anybody do anything that they don't want to do. But in a few minutes, I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. Not right now, but in a few minutes. And, and the reason I do that is, is because, number one, I want you to be real with yourself. Okay? That's why I ask people in a few minutes to bow their head and close their eyes. I'm giving instructions. I'm telling you what we're going to do so you'll know what's going on. Second reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is because we live in a real nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor says, hey, what'd you do? What'd you do? And then you tell them, and they go, oh, my God. I cannot believe you've done that. You're like, I know, I know. I wasn't even planning on it. Like the devil made me do that. <laughs> and they can't leave it alone. They go, Really? Well, it's okay. God's going to help you. But before he does, tell me everything you've done. Tell me. Get it all out. <laughs> so then get on the phone after service and tell everybody what you've done. So anyway, don't tell your neighbor what you've done because your neighbor does not forgive you of sins. Only Jesus does. Don't tell your neighbor what you've done. Tell Jesus what you've done. The third reason is I don't want somebody to say, well, I've taken out my day. Come down to church. And I'm leaving the same way that I came. Listen to me. If you go to church and you leave the same way you came, you didn't go to church. You might have went down to the VFW or something, but you didn't come to church. Okay? When you come to church, something's going to change. Every time you come, either the Lord going to let you smile, he's going to let you cry, he's going to let you laugh. Sometimes he makes you feel like a million bucks. Sometimes he lets you squirm. Preacher be preaching, and you'll think somebody has told off on me. That's how, that's how old Jesus works. But I promise you, every time you come to the house of the Lord, especially in apostolic environment, something going to happen every time you're at church. Every time. So I don't want somebody leaving saying, well, I came to church today, and I'm leaving the same way that I came. So I'll tell you again, nobody's going to call you out. Nobody's going to embarrass you. In a few minutes, we're going to come to the front as a family and talk to God. I, I might have said this one time before here because it's been a long time ago. One guy, he came to me. He was pretty adamant. He said, Brother Smith, i got to ask you a question. He said, why do you make everybody come to the front? Why why you make everybody walk to the front? I, I'm a jokester. I, I can't help it. I just, like, I just can't help it. And so I was going to like joke on him a little bit, and I said, well, the reason... I have everybody come to the front so I don't have to walk to the back. And to see y'all thought that's funny. That old prune didn't think it was funny. He was like, 
So I thought, well, I better go on and get a little scripture for him then. I said, no, no, I'm just kidding. And he didn't think that was funny. And I said, the reason I asked people to come to the front, I said, I found out that, you know, every time the Lord showed up, he always said, come to me. He always said, it was a step of faith. You remember in the Bible with the blind dude screaming? I mean, there's a blind dude screaming. Hello, he was like, Jesus, hey, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible said, and Jesus stood still and told the blind dude, come here. The good Jesus would have walked over to the blind guy, right? Not him. He said, tell him I said, come here. He was blind. The Bible said he cast off his garment and ran toward him. It's all through the Bible. Oh, Jesus just showed up. Everybody go, hey, isn't that, isn't that, that's him? Yeah. They're like, ooh, let's go. That's him. That's the one. And the Bible said, they always came to him. Now, somebody said, is he just up here? No, but he is now. Okay. So that's why we're going to come to the front. Somebody said, how you know he's up here? Because I just said so. Bible said, I have not because I, I, I asked not. Hey, Lord, come right up here. Now, Jesus is up here, so get ready. That's why we're going to come to the front in a minute. There you go. See, now I done got that all explained out real quick. There you go. So nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. In a few minutes, we'll come talk to God. Is that okay? All right. In a few minutes, here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent. And then after we repent, when we begin to talk to God, he's going to do whatever it is that we want him to do. Are you okay with that? All right, bow your head and close your eyes. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Everybody's in the building, ready for the Lord to do something great. Anybody in this building here today, you've got pain in your body right now. You've got pain in your body. Would you lift your hand? You've got pain in your body. Hands are being lifted all across the building, front to the back, side to side. Every section, hands have been lifted. All right, that's beautiful. You can put them down. Before you lift your hand, just listen. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name tries to push you two steps back for some at your marriage, for some at your relationship, for some at your finances, for some at your workforce, for some at your ministry. Every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to destroy you. But you're in this building here today, and you say, you know what, I'm not going to let the devil judge my future by my past anymore. I'm not going to let him judge my future by my past. But I am about to give myself to him. And you're in this building here today and you need a divine intervention from God. You want him to handle a situation for you. Would you lift your hand? You want him to handle a situation for you. Hands are being lifted all over the building, front to the back, side to side in every section. You can put them down. Two more questions. I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not in the word of God. That's man-made. I'm not talking about accepting the Lord as your Savior. That's not in the word of God. That's man-made. Talking about what the word of God says. It says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and appeared to them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each and every one of them, and they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, if you've never spoke that heavenly language, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, You've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. As far as you know, you've never spoke that heavenly language uh, like they've done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? You've never spoke that heavenly language. I see hands. I see hands. I see more hands. I see some 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 more hands. That's beautiful. You can put them down. All right. Last question. If the Lord came today, if the Lord came today, before you lift your hand, just listen. If the Lord came today, are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is let me repent and move some stuff around, all those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. That means you still have a chance to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost. It means you have a chance because the second coming, the catching away, the trump of God is not sounded yet, meaning that we still have a chance to renew or refill ourselves in his presence in his spirit for if he would come today 
You're wanting to make sure that everything is right between you and him. And you'll be honest and say, you know what? I'm going to be honest with myself and I'm going to be honest with God. I need to be refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost. Would you raise your hand? You're being honest. Hands are being lifted again all across the crowd, front to the back, side to side in every section. You can put them down. You can lift your head and open your eyes. Thanks for being obedient today. Probably today about 65 or 70% of the building lifted their hands. You know what that lets me know? That lets me know that God has found favor. Not that anything is wrong, but that God has found favor. When God finds favor in a house, he always blesses. When God finds favor in a house, he always takes care. That many hands being lifted, that doesn't mean anything's wrong. That means everything's right. He said, because I got my people together and I'm going to do something for them. I already told you, nobody's going to call you out. Nobody's going to make you do anything you don't want to do. But in a few minutes, we're going to come as a family and we're going to talk to God about whatever it is that you want. You might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone you don't even know. They might want to come pray, but they're like, I don't want to come pray by myself. They were like, I don't want to pray by myself. So you know what you do? You just say, you know what? I want to go pray. Will you go with me? They'll say, yeah, I'll go with you. So here's what we're going to do. If you're able to stand, I'd like for you to stand. All right. I'd like for our altar workers to come. Pastor, you know who they are. Our altar ministry, our altar workers, you know who you are. I'd like for you to come and just line up across the front and face the crowd. I want you to come, line up across the front and face the crowd. You're an altar worker. You help pastor. You help pastor and pastor's wife. You help. All right. There you go. You want to just play something soft? Make me sound spiritual. And there we go. Here we go. Care group leaders. Care group leaders. You're involved in this. Come and let's just line up some. I need some folk right here. There you go. Let's just line up across the front. Here they come. All right. You say, who are all these people? These are people that believe that Jesus is going to do something great and mighty. Okay. Now listen to me, church, all my altar workers. I'm new here, so I don't know who's who. So when you're praying with somebody and they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, just let me or pastor know. It's not about numbers, but I tell you what it is about. It is about telling the enemy people are still getting miracles. People are still getting signs and wonders. People are still being saved. So you say, boy, it's a lot of folks. See, it's a lot of staff. You know what they've been doing? They've been praying and fasting and believing that today that God was going to do something great. People lifted their hands all over the building. People lifted their hands all over the building. People lifted their hands and said, I'd like to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. People lifted their hands and said, I want to be renewed or refilled. Let me put a clause in that. To be renewed or refilled doesn't mean you've sinned. It means that you're making sure that everything's right. So here's what we're going to do in a few seconds. Everybody that wants to be new, renewed and refilled and everybody that wants the gift of the Holy Spirit, we're going to let you start coming down. And then everybody else that lifted their hands, we're going to come in behind. And here's what's going to happen. Jesus is going to touch. If you want the gift of the Holy Spirit, you want to be renewed or refilled, would you step out? Come on. Would you step out and start coming down? Come all the way down. Here they come. Here they come, Pastor. Here they come. Now, we're not going to pray yet. Just let them come down. We're not going to pray yet. Nobody start praying yet. Just let them come down. All right? Come on. Let's give them a hand clap while they're coming down. Come on. Just keep altar team. Motion for them to come your way. Motion for them to come your way. Y'all want to come up some more? That's right. Altar team, you might have to back up some here. Y'all just back up some. They're going to come. Y'all come on down, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all just come on down some. We got a, we got a big crew. I need a couple. I need a few altar workers over here. I got a big crew over here to help out Brother Nielsen and them. I need a few about, there you go. Come on, Elder. Thank you. We got folks coming down. All right, we good. All right. Jesus is about to touch some people here today. All right. God's about to touch people here today. Now, you lifted your hand for something else. Would you come in behind these beautiful people? You lifted your hand for something else. Would you come in behind them? Come on. Thank you. Thank you. They're coming down. That's right. That's right. There you go. Just make your way down. <clears throat> Touch them, God. People are still coming down. Let's give them a hand clap while they're coming down. Y'all want to come up some, guys? They got people behind y'all. Y'all come on up. 
Y'all come on up. The Holy Ghost is about to fall in here. When somebody you're praying for receives the gift of the Spirit, let me or Pastor Wright know, if you don't mind. And that way we're going to give God glory. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost here very, very strong. I feel the Holy Spirit here very, very strong. All right, I want everybody to listen. Here's what we're going to do. Everybody listen to me. Everybody listen. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to repent today as a family. Altar ministers, I need you to hear me. This is not normal, okay? When you're done praying with somebody, I want you to go to the next one and go to the next one because there's a hundred and something people want to be prayed for. So you can't just stay there forever. You got to pray, let them get what they want from the Lord, and then I want every person that has made a step toward God to be touched by a man or a woman of God to be prayed for, okay? So we're going to repent. Everybody listen to me. We're going to repent. After we repent, I want everybody just saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm going to break it down Louisiana style. Is that all right? I'm from Oklahoma now, but I was born in Louisiana. So I got to break it down Louisiana style. If all you know is English and you begin to speak a language you don't understand, congratulations, now you're bilingual. And that is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. If you're already bilingual and you start speaking a language you don't know, congratulations, that's the evidence of the Holy Ghost. And now you're trilingual. And if you're trilingual and that starts happening, you are smart, and that is the Holy Ghost. When you move out of a language you know into an unknown language, that's the evidence of the Holy Spirit. God's about to do it all over this building. Are you ready? God's about to feel, and God's about to touch people, and God's about to do signs and wonders and miracles. It's about to happen today. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Let's say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've said, that I've done, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord. For filling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. The evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Here he comes. I want you to begin to pray for him right now, altar ministers. Just step out and begin to pray. By the authority in the word of God. And by the power of the name Jesus. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. In the name Jesus. Receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost right now. In Jesus' name. Come on, altar ministers, keep your eyes open and begin to watch. The power of the Lord and the presence of the Lord is strong in here right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is strong in here right there. There's one right there, Pastor. Hallelujah. 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 There's one right there. There's two right there. Come on, raise your hand when they begin to speak with tongues. Let us know. Come on, the Holy Ghost is strong. Those two already prayed back through. That's renewings in the Holy Ghost. Those two right there. There's one right there. And there's one right there. That'd be one, two, three, four. The two had already been refilled. Four people. Yeah. There's one right there. There's five right there. Come on. Here's a young man right here. Six right there. 
Come on, here they are. Come on, the Spirit of the Lord is strong in this house. Here's one right here. There's seven right there. Hallelujah. Come on, raise your hand when they get it. Make sure I see you. Come on, there's seven already received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Here's eight right here. She's talking in tongues. There's eight right there. Come on. Come on. Find somebody else. That's right. Find somebody else. Come on. The Lord is here. Come on. The Lord is here. Come on. The Lord is here. Very strong. Here's nine right here. I'm sorry. Still got eight right there. Come on, the Spirit of the Lord is in this house. Come on, if you're praying with somebody and they get it, let us know. Here's another one right there. That's right, come on, keep praying in the Spirit right there. Come on, keep praying in the Spirit. Come on, Jesus is doing it. I said Jesus is doing it. Come on, Jesus is doing it. Come on, Jesus is doing it. Here's another one. Here's 11 right here. That one right there and that one right there makes 11. There's 11 people receiving to get to the Holy Ghost. Come on. Here's another one right here. Here's 12 right here. That Holy Ghost is real. Come on, that Holy Ghost is real.
There's another one got the Holy I asked this young lady, you speak with tongues? She said, I do now. She got the Holy Ghost. Thirteen or so received the Holy Spirit already. Come on, pray in the Spirit, church. Pray in the Spirit, church. Here's one right here, 14, right there. Speaking with tongues, right there. Vivian just got the Holy Ghost, number 15, right there. Vivian just got the Holy Spirit. Christian just got the Holy Ghost, 16, just received the Holy Spirit. Just got the Holy Ghost. We got another one, 17, just got the Holy Ghost. Come on, we still got people wanting the Holy Ghost. I, I normally don't pray this long in an altar, but we still got people wanting the Holy Ghost over here. Come on, we've already had like 18 receive the gift of the Holy Spirit already. Come on, God's still doing it. God's still doing it. God's still doing it. 
There is power in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. Did I mess you up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's another one right here. 19 right there. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. Hey, there's power. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. Hey, there's power. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You're gonna break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. There's an army. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. I want everybody to listen. So far, we've had 19 people receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We've had 19 receive the gift of the Holy Ghost today. If you got the Holy Ghost today, I, I know we already had a lot of people leave, but it's all right. I want you to listen. If you got the Holy Ghost today, or you wanted to be refilled in the Holy Ghost today, And you heard yourself speak with tongues. You heard yourself. That's what you were praying for. Why don't you lift your hand real quick. Just lift your hand up so I can just see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Lord was touching you today, wasn't he? Woo! Seventeen. There's a couple more, but it's all right. 
be sure and get with the, the, the people filling out. That's not to bug you. It's just to, it's just to make sure you get the Holy Ghost certificate and all that kind of thing. It's not to bug you, but it's just to keep up with what Jesus is doing. So 19 received the Holy Ghost today so far. So far. Now, I normally don't do this, but I, 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 I feel like I need to. Everybody listen. Everybody just listen. Everybody listen. It's not going to kill the spirit. Everybody listen. All right. If you still want the Holy Ghost, it's okay. If you didn't get it yet, it's okay. I, I had a young man come to me and he said, Brother Smith, I want the Holy Ghost. And uh, I said, uh, he said, uh, and I didn't get it. He said, what's wrong? I said, you didn't get it. He said, I know that. I just told you I didn't get it. He said, what's wrong? I said, you didn't get it. He said, well, I want it. I said, well, get it. He said, well, I will. I said, well, good, get it now. He said, well, okay. So we repented again. After we repented again, he got the Holy Ghost. And then he says, Bo Smith. I said, yeah. He said, I just got the Holy Ghost. I'm like, yeah. He said, what was wrong a while ago? I said, you didn't get it. There's nothing wrong. If you didn't get it yet, there's nothing wrong. You just didn't get it yet. But if you want it, you can have it. See, we, we ain't no sense in complicating it. It's just that simple. When you ask, you can have it. So now, is there anybody else you want to be prayed for to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? Any, any, anybody else? If anybody else wants to, just, just lift your hand, and we're going we're to pray. Anybody else? I'm just making sure. I don't want nobody to leave here today and say, man, I wanted it, but I didn't get it. Okay? Are we good? Okay. That's the first thing. Now, I need you to listen to me. We'll pray, but, but I want to talk real quick. Give me four minutes about baptism. There's a lot of man-made baptisms, y'all. They're not in the Bible. And y'all's a southern word. I'm sorry. Okay? It's not in the Bible. There's a lot of man-made baptisms, but they're not in the Word of God. Okay? So I want to show you what the Word of God says. Do we still got somebody on the screen? That can put up John 3, 5 for me. They, they wouldn't they wouldn't prepare. So if it takes them a minute, it's not their fault. Okay. St. John 3 and 5. Okay. And I'll start quoting it. It says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot. Everybody say cannot. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. You have to be born of the water and of the spirit. Now, let me talk about man-made baptisms. The first man-made baptism was sprinkling. No one ever got sprinkled in the Bible. It never happened. Y'all hear me? Sprinkling never happened in the Bible. That was a man-made baptism. Infant baptism never happened in the Bible. You know what I'm talking about. You got that pretty little girl or pretty little fella. You get that big outfit going on. You tell all your family there's going to be free barbecue afterwards. Everybody shows up. And that never happened in the Bible. Infant baptism never went on. That's a tradition of man. That's not Bible. Here's the one that everybody goes, whoa, I thought I saw that in the Word of God. If you was ever baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, that never happened in the Bible. You say, oh, you added the Bible now. No, I'm going to go to the Bible, and I'm going to read the whole Scripture where they got it from, but changed up what they do. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost never was baptism. Infant baptism never happened. Sprinkling never happened. Go to Matthew 28 19 for me. Matthew 28 19. And we're going to see what the Word of God says where you can see it in the Bible. Not what I'm saying, what the Word of God's saying. Matthew 28 19. I'll start quoting it and you'll see it. It's coming up on the screen. It says, Go ye therefore, comma, and teach all nations, comma. Now, you got to read it slow from there on. There was no baptism happening. It was only teaching of the name to come. There was no baptism happening there. Here's what he said. Baptize them and the name what? 
of the Father, comma, and of the Son, comma, and of the Holy Ghost with them two little dots, meaning something's coming after that. That's what that means. Now, let me show you something. I am a father and I am a son. When I die, I'm going to be a spirit, but my name is David Smith. Now, if I gave everybody a check for coming today for $1,000, you'd say, praise him, quitting my job, going to church full time. Your check is going to say, David and Carlin Smith, Okima, Oklahoma. The money's going to be in the bank, and I'm going to sign everybody's check today. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. When you get to the bank after a while, the banker's going to say, mm, everything looks good. But what's the person's name? The banker's going to say, I can't cash this check because there ain't no name. The check looks good. It looked pretty, but ain't no name. Unless the name is on this check, this check ain't going to cash. Unless the name is on your baptism, the baptism is not valid in the eyes of God. You say, oh, what do you mean? If you can show me in that scripture that anybody ever got baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I'll give you 10 grand before you leave today, and Pastor Wright will double it. (laughs) Because it never happened. So you said, how should I be baptized? Peter's going to tell us how to be baptized because Jesus gave him the keys to the kingdom and went to heaven and said, Peter... Tell them how to be saved because I'm going to be pouring out the Holy Ghost. Peter said, I got you covered, Lord. I can do it. The question said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Acts 2 and 38 tells us how to be saved. It'll come up and I'll start quoting. Then Peter said unto them to repent. That means to get your sins forgiven. Then Peter said to repent and watch here and be baptized some of you. A few of you. If grandma said it was all right. It said every one of you. Bump your neighbor softly and say. That man's talking to you. Every one of you. In what? In the name of what? Jesus Christ. And why are you going to do it? For the remission of sins. Repentance gets you forgiven. Baptism washes them away. Repentance gets them forgiven. Baptism washes them away. Baptism is a covenant with Jesus. It's not an act for a barbecue dinner. It's a covenant with Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We got water. We got robes. We got towels. We got caps. You're in a diverse church. You got to have caps. We got caps. Trust me. I go to Walmart. I use them bags. Here we go. We got everything it takes to be baptized. You don't get your clothes wet. It only takes three or four minutes to have your sins completely washed away. I'm going to tell you again. If you don't know, listen, I'm fixing to go old school now. If you don't even know how you were baptized, you need to be rebaptized today. You can't not know how you were baptized. Right. If you can't remember being baptized, you need to be rebaptized today. Amen. If you feel like I got baptized under pressure or I got baptized as a kid and I didn't even know why, I know some people get me for this, but you need to be rebaptized because you got to know why you were baptized. You were baptized to wash your sins away. So we got robes, we got water, we got towels. It only takes about four or five minutes, and we're ready to baptize people because that's what Jesus likes. And I'm bound by Jesus to talk about baptism. We've had 19 receive the Spirit. Is that beautiful or what? All right, now. Is there anybody today? Again, I know this church does awesome at baptizing people, but I have to ask, is there anybody today you want to be baptized just like they did in the Word of God? Just raise your hand. Anybody want to be baptized? I'm going to come in along the crowd. Here's one. Who else? There's two. Who else wants to be baptized? Anybody else want to be baptized? There's three. Anybody else? There's 
uh, well, on, on children, we need to make sure they understand why they're being baptized. We're not just doing that for funsies, all right? If you want to be baptized, where do they go, Pastor Wright? Where's who? Tino, right there. If you want to be baptized, if you'll stand up and meet the lady at the back door. She's got her hand up. She's in the blue blouse. If you want to be baptized today, just go that way right there. All right? And you can take them with you. And if it's your friend, go with them if they want to be baptized. And again, on children, they need to make sure they understand and they need to meet with pastor before they get baptized because we don't baptize people just for the fun of it. Amen. We baptize people because it's a covenant with Jesus Christ. My sister that got the Holy Ghost is going to be baptized today. I'll ask again. Anybody else want to be baptized, just go meet my sister back there at the door. All right. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise, and I'm going to turn it to Pastor Wright. Praise God. Can we just stand one more time, those of you that can? Would you just stand, and let's just lift our hands to the Lord, and let's just give him thanks for what he's done. Hallelujah. Come on, let's thank Him. Come on, let's thank Him. Let's thank Him for what He's done. And that this is not the end. It is only the beginning. We thank You, Lord. We thank You. Come on, let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Would you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Amen. We have one stipulation. We got guards at the door to make sure this happens. One stipulation. We're going to dismiss, but before you go, you got to shake five people's hands. And if you don't know them, you got to introduce yourself and you got to tell them your real name. If not, that doesn't count. You got to start over again. So shake five people's hand before you go. And if I could get the members that would, don't leave us hanging. We got to break all this down today. But if you're a guest with us, we're so glad you're here. I hope you come back and see us again. If you want to get baptized, you can go right up to the hall there down the left and we can... We'll help you out down there. God bless you. Thank you for coming.